0: This is Infipod.
1: Infi Amplified. Hello and welcome to Infipod and welcome to another edition where we talk to another Infocion. Yes, joining us today is our senior content architect and he's someone who's co founder of Imagine Trust. This is something that rings a bell for many. Imagine. Yes, Imagine was an attempt by four like minded friends. Yes, three and four seons who came forward to make a difference in the world we live in. You know, every effort counts. And this is what drives us to you know, relentlessly look for opportunities where we can be the change and make an impact. Talking of which, you know, this group has several projects taken up in the last eight years, including education sponsorship for the children, for the poor children, running schools in slums, recording books for the blind, educating children on living green lives, new age career guidance to children from government schools, encouraging volunteerism among youngsters, and many, many more. The latest is the Imagine Clothes Bank. Yes, it gives me great privilege to introduce you to Vinod Lobo, our senior content architect, Infi, and also the co-founder of Imagine Trust. Vinod, welcome to InfiPod. How are you doing?
0: Thank you, Jude. I'm doing really well. I'm happy to be on this edition of InfiPod. Really happy.
1: Pleasure is mine. Vinod, how long have you been part of INFI? Tell us what you do here. Tell us a little bit about your role, please.
0: With Infi, yes, I've just completed 10 years with Infi. That's a long time, but a me- most memorable uh, years uh, that I've been working the last 10 years with Infosys. So it's 10 years now. And I work with the Finical Communication Services team. And generally, my work is to do with content, with, with language, uh, communication, and that's the domain that I work in. My background is, of course, journalism. And after I moved out of active journalism, I got into communications and been with Finical for the last 10 years. That's about me in, in Infosys. But Infosys is an ocean. It's ocean of opportunities, ocean of experiences. So I'm really happy to be here.
1: Super. Some incredible work. Imagine Trust. What triggered the formation of this Imagine Trust? How did it all begin? I mean, how did this mm-hmm. you know, idea spark in one's mind?
0: Uh, so it's a very simple thing that everyone wants to, you know, reach out to somebody and help. We always uh, think that you know this should be an ideal location where there'll be a person who will come to me seeking help and i will help them or when I see somebody on the roadside wanting help, I'll just go and help them. So the ideal world that we live in that we want to help, but not many of us really take that plunge or really take that step to help somebody. The same thing happened to us as college students. We wanted to really make a difference. You know, see when we see misery around, when we see people suffering, we wanted to make a change. And that's why we said, let's not sit behind and just watch what's happening. There. Let's get to the streets. Let's get to the places where we have to do the change and start doing it. And that's how as young college students full of idealism, we walked out, And started helping people in orphanages, children in the slums, you know, started working with interacting with people of different, uh, you know, sections, including visually impaired students. So we started working with them, and that's how Imagine, you know, took its birth. Yes, Imagine, it comes from John Lennon's song Imagine, where he talks about a world where all can live as one and we can share resources. So we are very much motivated by that song. And we're all dreamers, just like uh, John Lennon says. Uh, So that's what is the trigger for what you see today, the Imagine Trust.
1: Right. Thanks for having shared that with us. Now, tell us, how did this clothes bank start? I mean, what is the idea behind the clothes bank? What is this all about? And Give
0: us the bigger picture. It's been right from 2002. That as college students, we started doing good work and then we continued that. But later when we were working with schools and colleges, uh, they always wanted an identity. I said, who are you guys? And we used to say, we're just a bunch of friends. They said, "Oh, just a bunch of friends is it?" And then we said, "Okay, you're looking for an entity. You're looking for a name. You're looking for something that can we can identify ourselves with." And then we said, "Okay, let's register a trust." Uh, no, I think you can people can better relate to a structured organization called a trust. And so that's mm-hmm. how we just reg- registered the Imagine Trust eight years back. But the work has been going on since two thousand two. That's a bigger picture of Imagine Trust. Clothes Bank is a very, it's a pet project for all all of us at Imagine because when we started working as college students, the first project that we started was a clothes bank. And I'm telling you a story of way back 2002 when we were college students and then uh, there was an organization called Campus Initiative. It was an external organization and we got in touch with them as college students and they told us about You know how clothes can make a change in people's lives. And we started the first clothes bank there, a place where people, poor people who are in need of clothes, can come and pick the clothes of their choice. So that was the whole idea. Because we knew that everybody's house, we have clothes which we do not use. Something that we've outgrown, something that we've bought and never used, and we don't fit into them anymore. So, if there's a structure formed, and if we can get those clothes to to the people who need the clothes, then we are able to bridge that gap. And that's how a clothes back began. Clothes back began. Then we ran this initiative for almost two years with the help of uh, you know a couple of people there, but it was all a college students run initiative. Uh, outside college once we moved out of the whole college system we got busy with our jobs and you know had to focus on careers and settling down and all but this time when the pandemic happened we looked back and said look people are in trouble we really need to do something which can help them ease out their their misery and we said we'll put our heads together and said we'll relaunch the clothes bank so last year we put our heads together and we launched the imagine clothes bank 2.0 in bangalore And ever since, it's been a a wonderful experience for us. It's a showroom that we've built here in Bangalore. And every Sunday, it's open for people who need clothes. They walk in, they pick 10 articles of clothes, and they pay just one rupee per article of clothing. The best part is it's a proper showroom. So where all the clothes are kept in hangers and racks, and they can go and pick their color, their choice, their size. You know, there's a lot of dignity when you walk into that store and when you walk out with your clothes. So that's the Imagine Clothes by uh, roughly, we've catered to about uh, 2,800 families. Uh, that's close to about, say, about uh, 19,000 articles of clothes. When we started doing it, was just a few friends who got together. But today, we have a big team. We have a team of like-minded people, volunteers, colleagues at work, friends at work who have joined in. Friends from our apartment, outside office, they've all joined in because they can relate to a cause like this and everybody wants to do their part to help somebody. So at work, I get a lot of support from my team because they understand what we're doing. They understand the intent from support, encouragement, contacts. Pitching in whenever they are free. I have a lot of my friends from Infosys who just come and help me on weekends to put this clothes bank together. Whenever there is any clothes collection drive, we see a lot of Infoshans coming forward because we obviously they recognize us, they identify us and they, they know that okay here is a here's a team that's working for a good cause so I want to be associated with them so that's amazing support that we've got from our colleagues and friends and I think without this we wouldn't have been able to achieve uh, what we have achieved today it's a sustained effort it's a constant effort so uh, we look forward to more such friends and colleagues who can come and join us in small way you know somebody who says I am a graphic designer I can maybe help you with a couple of posters for your campaign somebody says I'm good with networking I have a big organization or, or a big apartment where I stay in I can help you connect with you know some of the the people and get your clothes you no know, these are the connects that we really rely on and it's been fabulous the support has been amazing
1: very nice glad to hear that now you know most people want sure. to help but don't know Absolutely. how what's yeah. your guidance on this um, vinod
0: the idea is very simple now uh, we we have a notion about helping people you know arms giving that is giving money to a, to a beggar. you know you have typical images in our mind you know uh, going to an orphanage and celebrating your birthday. we have those those you know patterns that we have learnt over a period of time. But those are not the only ways that you can reach out to people. The things that we have been you know, seeing around is something that we need to change. For example, I told you about the different skills that each person has. I have a skill where I can teach somebody something. It can be anybody. It can be even a person. Like you stay in an apartment, you have so many of your security guards. Have you ever thought of teaching them a few li- lines in English? Because they need to speak in English. Have you ever thought about that? You see so many of the maids who are there around or your housekeeping staff. Have you ever taught them, you know, let's have a session on them on basic etiquette or, you know, basic conversational skills, you know, basic economics, you know, how to manage your funds. Have you ever thought of that? Because we do it day in and day out, but we never think of imparting this knowledge. So knowledge is the biggest gift that you can give anybody. So you can start right there. Second thing is we do not, uh, you know, there are a lot of organizations which are doing good work, but there are also a lot of organizations which are doing not so well. Or in a sense, they, they, they may not be true. They may not be honest organizations. So everybody is very skeptic of you know tying up with any organization to see whether is my money going in the right direction? Is it actually reaching the beneficiary? So trust is important. So work with those people whom you really you know, know uh, them very well and be involved with that organization that gives you a better understanding of what their intent is and what their purpose is. So those of you who want to really help, you know, start right outdoors, you know, just around your place, just look around and you will find so many people who are needing help. And especially talk about people who are emotionally down, you know, look around, you will find a lot of your friends who might have lost their job in the pandemic, people who are having problems with their health, who are maybe isolated or in quarantine facilities and all that stuff. This is the right time to just call them up and talk to them. Every day talk to them for half an hour. You know, that's a change that we can always do. You don't have to give money. You don't have to, you know, go to an orphanage or fix the roads. You can do that right away. On your at your desk, you can do all of these changes. So we begin small. And then of course we have structured structured organizations where you can go and volunteer. You know, when you have your weekends, when you are free, just spend half a day with an organization to volunteer. Anything it can be. That will be something that you can give your skills and you can make a lot of change. So these are the small tips that I've got for those who really want to make a change right now. Don't wait for the ideal circumstance. There is no ideal circumstance, situation to make a change. It's right now.
1: Absolutely. Thanks a lot for that wonderful piece of advice. You know, finally, I want to ask you, how did you get support from INFI? Tell us, how does INFI encourage you to take up these philanthropic Mm -hmm. pursuits?
0: Infosys is, as I said, is an ocean of opportunities here. Uh, whenever we, we discuss any idea with a, with a friend or a colleague, there's always somebody who can resonate that idea with you. And for me, I've been observing a lot of the good work that Infosys as an organization they do. You know, all the philanthropic work that is done from the Infosys Foundation, I've been following them. But more so, some of the individuals who work with Samarpan, which is the CSR wing of Infosys Bangalore, I've been closely working with them and observing these guys. The passion that they have in driving some of the initiatives of Samarpan is amazing. I mean, this is something that we have to see and you have to imbibe, you have to just, you know, watch them and be inspired. And one such name is this is this guy called Jagdish Purohit, who's leading the Samarpan team in Bangalore. I'm in awe of this person because he really motivates me to do that selfless work. Jagdish is outside on every weekend in those villages, you know, helping people, you know, reaching out, preparing and thinking of those different projects that they can do, which are done by Samarpan. So he's the person behind that and I'm really motivated. So this is one person who has really inspired me to do a lot of work. And of course, my team, my team is always there to back me up with anything that I do here at Infosys. And especially with the good work, they are all, always there encouraging and also joining in. So I think Infosys has a big role in, you know, having taken up these philanthropic you know, opportunities, but more so I would say the skills that I've learned here in terms of management, organizing, I'm able to use them in, in the, the projects that I do at Imagine. So that's a big takeaway for me.
1: Thanks a lot. I'm sure after listening to you, there are a lot of listeners, including me, who'd really like to contribute. How can one reach out to help or probably, you know, do their bit of uh, good work?
0: Right. Yeah. So imagine uh, Clothes Bank is situated in Electronic City, uh, which is close to the Infosys campus in, in Bangalore. So it's just uh, about, say, about three kilometers away from that place. So it's it's situated there and it's open every Sunday for the people who need clothes. But through the week, we have a team that works there, which gets clothes, segregates them, you know, and, you know, sets up the store. So we always need helping hands at the center. We need help people to, you know, help us with coordinating clothes drives, to come and sort the clothes, to arrange them, to put them on hangers and put it, set up the whole showroom. So we always need help over there. So folks who are around can always reach us and volunteer on a weekend, you know, maybe on a Saturday and a Sunday, come and help us out. At the clothes bank, that's the first thing that you can do. Second thing is if you've got clothes at home, you know, the clothes that you think you are no longer able to use them, uh, we would suggest that you wash them and iron them and, you know, pack them neatly and give it to the clothes bank because they will go directly into the showroom and there'll be people who will pick this clothes. So my suggestion is when you're donating clothes, donate with dignity so that the person who receives it receives with dignity and is happy. So these are the two things that you can do to work with Imagine uh, Clothes Bank and make that change for the people who are around here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks a lot. There you go. You heard that from Vinod Lobo, our senior content architect, who's also the co-founder of Imagine Trust. Thank you once again for joining us, Vinod, and being part of Infipod.
0: Thank you so much, Jude, And it was a lovely conversation. Thank you so much. You're listening to Infi Amplified right here on Infipod. This is Infipod.